Hey, welcome back. I just wanted to pepper in a lot more of these shorter style videos that are just hyper-focused on one key idea or one key lesson that has had enormous utility in my life. I had a friend who kept a journal from the time they were 10 years old, and by doing so, they had effectively documented a transcript of their entire development. Every major event, every minor problem, it's all there. So they can always revisit it, and more importantly, they can hand off those lessons to someone else. I had no such practice. And although it makes no sense to dwell on things past, we are in control of something even more powerful, our future. This program is part of my future, and hopefully our future. And although Plus Ultra is in its infancy, I see it as an extension of my mind documenting its development. Though this is my journal, you are getting to read it too. Like you, I don't know when my last day on earth will be, but I've always imagined myself as a father. In fact, that's the only thing I knew I wanted to be from a very young age. I always knew I wanted to be a father. And should I be blessed enough to become one, I'm sure I'm going to share my lessons with my children. But if for some reason that's not in store for me, that's not in my story, then I still want to leave something behind. I want to leave my journal. I want to leave my, my soul's mark, my lessons, to those who are open to receiving them. So to that I say, let's be childlike again. Let's explore the mysteries of this blue planet of ours and and the truths of the greater universe. I humble myself before you. I have never and never will claim to be an expert on anything, but that's precisely why my aim is to bring the best people I have access to and the best ideas I could think of in my stead. I want to bring those to you in my stead. So with that said, let's explore the concept of positive versus negative identities. So right off the bat, I just want to be clear that I'm not referring to optimistic versus pessimistic identities. If you're new to my content, you should know that I am an advocate for ruthless optimism. And not in spite of shitty circumstances, but especially in shitty circumstances. That's what sets you apart. So my philosophy is a blend of blanket stoicism with irrational optimism and Nietzschean decisiveness. But that's beyond the scope of today's episode. For today's episode, I wanted to emphasize what a negative identity is and what a positive identity is. So negative identity is something we are not. So this is very useful when we're adolescents and we're forming who we are and how we fit into our micro societies before we launch into the greater macro society. So it's very important to know who you are not, what you don't like. And with that comes a lot of exploration mistakes and it's pretty <laughs> uncomfortable phase in most people's lives but in this stage I really want to just tip my hat off to my parents I've luckily had access to travel but you don't have to travel across different countries to do this you should just leave I genuinely believe this your comfort zone whatever that looks like to you and what travel did is it did that for me so it exposed myself to ridicule I was in such a weird place. When I was six years old, I had left Singapore. I've been living in Singapore for four years. And so I had a British accent coming from Asia, but I was Spanish and I was now a kindergartner. And I was just all these weird, I was in all these buckets. But at first I was kind of, you know, just uncomfortable with it. I was like, what, what is this? What am I? But then as time goes on, I'm very thankful for that because I essentially was completely uprooted. I could be anything I wanted to be. 
So negative identities are actually very helpful to establish who you're not. It's a very helpful tool and way to analyze yourself and to think about yourself and how to create and form yourself as you are in this weird stage between child and adult. So in this stage, it's very useful actually to have these negative identities. I am not a smoker, or I am not a nerd, or I am not an athlete, or I am not XYZ, you know? Particularly when you're a teenager, it's terrifying, but it's very, very helpful to even get more negative identities on your belt to see who you're not. So this is a place where you can really, really have some deeply rooted identities. For instance, you can move from I'm not an unstable drunk like my father to I am a stable and reliable family man. You know, that's where those negative identities, the deep ones can like start to settle in. But there's a caveat to this. It can become problematic into your adulthood because sometimes these negative identities can dig roots so deep that you are unable to see anything beyond that and you just put a ceiling on your development. For instance, there's someone I know who always says, oh, I'm not stupid. Oh, I'm not stupid. Oh, I'm not stupid. And that is a very dark (laughs) negative identity because it shows how much emphasis you have on not committing errors and that can really limit your growth because if you want to try new things if you want to expand in a different arena you have to go through that initial stage of mistakes and if you consider yourself not stupid you will never expose yourself to a situation in which you're a novice and that can be pretty problematic into exploring life at its full This is not an invitation to be an absolute dunce though. You don't want to walk around saying, look how dense I am. No, what I am saying though, is that you cannot have a healthy relationship with the world if your negative identity is so charged up, right? So let's emphasize this example I just brought up, right? About being stupid. The smartest people I've ever met, they don't lead with that. They don't lead with, oh, I'm very smart. I went to XY's school. They have this quiet confidence about it. They don't lead with their titles. They don't lead with their degrees. They don't lead with their accomplishments. They let them speak for themselves. So they don't have that negative identity of, oh, I'm not stupid. They know they're not stupid. So that there's no need for a negative identity in that realm. If you have a negative identity as strong as I'm not an idiot and you carry that around with you all the time, hey buddy, your insecurity is showing. You're working so hard to prove to the world you're not stupid, you're actually raising suspicions of your dumbness, believe it or not. So rather than doing that, just lighten the load. Adopt a positive identity like we're gonna go into, okay? Hopefully that helps. I wasn't gonna do this, but I'm just gonna give an example of a person that came to mind. Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you give him any degree of friction on anything he says, he explodes into an actual hissy fit. So this is a man who has all these degrees, all these accomplishments, wrote some books, but if you are to question him intellectually in anything, he freaks out. So that is a man who carries a negative identity of I am not stupid very close to the chest and it's not enjoyable to interact with the guy. So probably doesn't get invited to as many dinners as he would enjoy. So don't be that guy. And so even in like our little based community we have, you'll see some of these negative identities creep up. Like I am not an NPC and really emphasize that. I love the theory of NPCs. I really do. But there is a grave danger to just walking around the world, closing off certain avenues of exploration because it can really lead you into a place of hatred in your heart, which is not where we want to go. So conversely, a positive identity doesn't mean an optimistic one in this case, but rather it emphasizes who we are. 
So most men's positive identities today are thinly veiled negative identities. And what that means is that a lot of us are walking around with these very, very thin shells that are extremely vulnerable to cracking if we're cornered, which can lead to certain outbursts. And it's very emotionally immature behavior. But most guys who bring up this dichotomy of positive versus negative identities, they're very quick to weaponize this. And they, they go against the stoic code that is holding a lot of adults generation after generation together because stoicism even if it's just blanket stoicism has a huge emphasis on duty and things you need to do whether you feel like it or not but i noticed and that's why i'm making this episode is a lot of these new armchair psychologists like myself i guess they see this problem of rampant negative identities especially in men and like faux positive identities and say okay this is a symptom of the patriarchy and we need to dismantle it. We need to let men be very vulnerable and let men feel like it's okay to abandon their duties if it's too much or like to not carry their cross, let's say. They so desperately want to use this as an excuse to give themselves permission to lighten the load of the responsibility it takes to be a good adult a functional society member, one that needs to take on responsibility for others. The rain doesn't save itself if it is to bud the greenery. A mother doesn't save herself if she is to save her child. A soldier doesn't save himself if he is to save his country. Those principles are not just being washed out through laziness, but I believe they're being washed out through careful programming because they do not want you to remember your responsibilities as a society member, as a family member, you need to take on a lot of responsibility because that is what's right. And it's precisely because it's hard that gives it the value it has, a strong value, sacrifice. But I, I suggest that's not, that's not the avenue we want to take. Yes, walking through life with only negative identities holding together is not healthy for you. And yes, most adults, mainly men, again, think they have positive identities, but they're really just regurgitating very thinly veiled negative identities. These are both true and astute observations. But to abandon negative identities altogether is to abandon a legitimate tool that serves in the performance of duty. We don't have to abandon negative identities like I hear so many people calling for. Yes, you should absolutely have more genuine positive identities, but that doesn't mean you can't have a few powerful negative ones to keep you on course. And I want to give some examples of some positive identities that are thinly veiled negative identities. One of which is, I am a Christian, or I am a Catholic, or I am a Muslim, or I am, you know, like insert religious sect here. I am a very proud Catholic. But with that phrase, I am very open to the fact that that is a thinly veiled negative identity. And boldly saying I am Catholic, I'm also really technically saying I am not Jewish and I am not Muslim. And that doesn't mean I hate Jews or I hate Muslims. I actually love everybody. But that is not a purely positive identity. A purely positive identity is one that emphasizes who you really are without being at the expense of someone else or some other group. For instance, here are some of my positive identities that I carry around with me for years. I am a lover. I love things and I love people. I also have one that's circling around my head since I was a, as young as I can remember, which is I am funny. And with that, it, 
comes like a certain responsibility to lighten things up and it's not like the sad clown thing at all but like i genuinely feel a mission to if i see someone who's upset to cheer them up that's that's what i do that's why i'm here i really believe that that's something that has shaped my identity i think that's a positive identity phrase that has helped me out a lot and it's not at the expense of anyone or anything else and here's the major takeaway i wanted to communicate most of all whether it's just a positive or negative identity issue or any other quote debate usually i'd say 80 percent of the time there is one thread that ties them all together and if you pull on that thread 80 percent of these arguments fall apart do you know do you want to know what that thread is assumed mutual exclusivity people don't like multivariable problems they therefore love to assume that every problem has exactly two opposing sides to it and most importantly that to accept one is to exclude the other in my experience i found that this is bullshit 80 percent of the time one conversation i had years ago that has really made me happy is debating socialism versus capitalism and exploring that with one of my old college roommates and together we came up with this really cool new economic system, which is like a blend of socialism and capitalism, which I like to call peripheralism. So in this case, there's capitalism that runs at everything because it's pure market buyer seller, both saying thank you at the end of an exchange. But in the periphery, people who are younger than a certain age, I think I argued for under the 18. And those who are above a certain age, I think I argued for above 80. So those members of society who are in the periphery, they should be the only ones who take advantage of socialized programs. So when a government subsidizes social care, health care, I believe that the only ones who can tap into those funds should be the members in the periphery who cannot take care of themselves as much as the more able-bodied members in the, in the middle, in the middle of the bell curve. So that is a blend of socialism and capitalism. I call that peripheralism. And that's just like one tiny example to show that a lot of problems are not mutually exclusive. So this positive versus negative identities thing is it's exact same thing. So don't ever accept the fallacy of mutual exclusivity. Usually the, the case is that it's not. And that's what's cool. You got to get creative and look for similarities. There are more things than similar on the other side of most arguments than you realize. So I invite you to pull on this thread when it presents itself. And with that, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you again so much for listening to me. It's my hope that you receive some value in exchange for the time you spent with me. And thank you for allowing me to do work I find meaningful. Again, there's new episodes every Wednesday. My name's Mateo. I'm Roscoe Teo on Instagram, where you can send me some questions in the DMs. Please send this episode to someone you think could benefit from it. That's all I ask. And if you enjoyed it personally and don't want to send it to anybody else, that's fine. Please just leave a review that helps to grow the show so more people can benefit from this information. And remember, plus ultra. Mm-hmm.